Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded. Oh, yeah. 
Show will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. <laughs> One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. It symbolizes just one thing to me, man. It's just a constant reminder of exactly how good God has been to me over the years. And I thank him for it, too, because I realize every day that I wake up that I would be nothing without him. That everything I am that's any good in me, I owe to him. Now, have I made some mistakes along the way? Yep. Mm-hmm. Bunches. Bunches and bunches. And will I continue to make mistakes along the way? Yep. Not as many, hopefully, as I have in the past, because a lot of stuff I know better now. But you're still going to make mistakes. Now, you know, hopefully I'll, I've limited the amount of intentional errors in my life. I've wiped quite a few of those out but from time to time because we're human we're going to make a mistake every now and then the trick with it is y'all is not to let the devil deceive you into thinking that once you make that mistake that that's it you can't do it you've fallen off the wagon you can't reboard it that's the biggest trick that he uses he makes you think that if you keep stumbling that you can't run the race um kind of reminds me of a marathon runner from time to time I watch him on TV and you'll see some people who uh, finish the race you know in a, in a, in a nice uh, pace you see people finish the race sprinting towards the finish line but every now and then you'll watch a marathon and you'll see a runner and the runner is in really really bad shape The key is they finish the race. See, you don't get disqualified in the marathon because you stumble. You don't they don't they don't take your opportunity to finish the race because you keep falling. That's not the key. The key is finishing. 
And a lot of times what, what the devil does is he makes you think that because you keep stumbling, because you're swaying from side to side, that, you know, you out the race. Well, that's not the case. And see, and in this thing called life, let me help you understand something. Everybody falls. Nobody sprints to the tape in this one. Nobody just runs free and clear. There's some people running faster than you and all like this. And some people going to get to the end before you. Let them go ahead. And when the end come, the end come. I ain't in a rush to get to the end. But in this race, though, when you're stumbling and you're falling, it's a part of it. No one gets through this race without stumbling and falling, swaying from side to side. So don't let the uh, the enemy deceive you into thinking that it's over. I, I, I try to be encouraging to people because I don't want people to get stuck on this thing. You know, and my walk is very different from a lot of people's walks. And then I know a lot of people who walking in faith the way I'm walking in faith. But my, my thing in the morning is just to remind those that is not a perfect walk, man. That is not something that's set up where you're going to be skipping through life scot-free without any pitfalls. You know, I keep saying it over and over and over again because, like I said, when I was in D.C., um, my boy Hondo said this to me, and it just kind of stuck with me that the road to construct, the road to success is always under construction. You have to figure and count on the setbacks and the pitfalls. But it's those people that that uh, that that uh, that fight through will be the victors in the end. You cannot give up, man. Stop going somewhere and sitting down every time something goes down. It's going to go down. It's a part of it. It's going to happen. It's going to occur. There are going to be setbacks. If you go and sit down every time there's a setback, you, you, that's not how this works. It is designed that way. If success were easy, everybody would be successful. But success is just reserved for those who are willing to fight through, who refuse to settle for mediocrity, who wants something more. Now, don't get me wrong. Success is defined by each individual. So what I may consider to be successful, you may not consider that. You know, what Bill Gates considers successful, I might not consider. What what Michael Jordan considers successful, I might not consider. What you consider successful, your boss might not consider. You have to define what that is for yourself. It may not be monetary at all. You know, your level of success could be tied up in community service. It could be tied up in family. It could be tied up in the church. Your level of success could be tied up in the boys clubs. It could be any number of things. Whatever your level of success is, you have to determine what that is. You And the best way to determine that is to get in touch with your maker who created you to find out what your mission and your purpose is so he can put you on track. I just had this conversation with my son and we were talking about getting on the path that God has set up for you. So many times we find ourselves fighting through life because of so much uncertainty because we have no idea where we're headed. It's like uh, one of my... um, sayings that I have at my mentoring camp for boys is, is that a boy without a male role model is like an explorer without a map. 
See, if you don't have a map laid out in front of you of where you're going, when you wake up every day, that pretty much explains the feeling of confusion, the lackadaisical attitude, the the lack of purpose, the not understanding your mission because you don't have not gotten in touch with your creator to find out exactly what your path in life is. What are you supposed to be doing? The moment you can identify that is the moment that you get started waking up with purpose, with the sense of direction. When you kill the sense of, I don't know what's next or what to do. Now, there's going to be some confusing moments no matter what happens. There's going to be some uncertainty, but at least you'll know where you're going. So if you're tired of waking up feeling lost, abandoned, confused, don't know what to do, don't know what you're supposed to be doing, refer back to your maker. Because when he created you, he had a plan for you. When he created you, he had a path for you. Now, we've made some decisions to get off of both of those, the mission and the path, but God can get you right back on track. Do that today. Ask him what you're supposed to be doing. And listen, God has all the answers if you form the relationship, okay? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, it is upon us a new day to Steve Harvey Morning Show. We are here grateful full of joy, but mostly gratitude. Thanking him for another day, another opportunity, another shot. Come on, man. I so appreciate the shot. The one and only Shirley Strawberry, the fabulous Carla Pharrell, the loud, the resilient mouth of the South Mississippi Monica, and Junior. Ooh, this, this is funny to you, okay? This is tickling you, man. What's tickling me, Junior? Man, you know, I've been married five days, and here you is just, it is just, I mean, come on, Uncle. I need help. I don't need your laughter. I need help. I got You questions. five days in and need help? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I'm this tell- is good. I'm telling you. I'm I was married now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Junior. 
What you need help with, man? Go ahead. Man, first of all, I'm struggling. Like, what's the first thing I'm supposed to be doing? I don't even know. Oh, okay. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Everything. (laughs) All at once. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm supposed to be doing I know your little dumb ass don't think it's just one thing. (laughs) I know you ain't got into this trying to figure out what this one thing you need to do. It is. Do you know what that one thing is, Junior? No. Like, I don't even know what to do first. Like, I look at it and then I don't do nothing. I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing. Everything. (laughs) What? Okay. Get to doing Shirley, don't sit there in that place. I'm telling you. I'm just worried about man, him. something I'm about that Junior. ain't right. Everything. Give him an Junior. example, though. You saying yeah, everything. Like, like, he doesn't know what that is, Steve. Okay. First of all, you got to <laughs> greet her in the morning. Then you got to make her feel beautiful. Then you got to make her feel appreciated. Then you got to make her feel wanted. <laughs> then you got to be of some assistance. Yes. Help her get her day started. Damn your day. <laughs> My day don't even count no more. Well, let me yeah. tell you, it's two places in this race. It's first place and it's last. I'm gonna be in last place though. You ain't time. ever in first. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> you better minister up in here. Yeah. I love Steve's marriage rules. Oh no. <laughs> you ain't ever in first. Okay. No, if this ain't right. what you want, just don't sign up for this right here. See, that's the problem with young men though. Young men want to sign up for another arrangement. I don't know who told these fools that marriage is 50-50. It's not. It is not 50-50. It's 85-15. And your ass got to 15. Know that. And get over there and like it. You know that little workstation you at right now zooming on your radio show? Right. That's now your area. (laughs) Your man cave. Your office. (laughs) This This is all I got. This the 15. Go in there and, and lay claim to something else. Let me ask you something, Junior. Where your stuff at in the bathroom? On one side. Uh-huh. In a corner. In a corner? Yeah. Packed in tight. She got all the rest of the counter space. Everything right? okay, up there. That's good. Yeah. That's my 85, 15. 15. You got 15% of that counter space, too. <laughs> all right. Hang on, Junior. Hang on. Uh, coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we'll run that prank back with Junior in for the nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now to start your morning off with the nephew who is not here, but Junior is. And yeah. it's time for run that prank back. What you got, Junior? See your check bounced. Your check bounced. Come on, cat. Hello. Uh, hello, I'm trying to reach a Monica, Sister Monica, please. Who's calling? This is uh, Brother Deshaun. I'm calling. Actually, I'm a member of um, Greater Missionary Baptist Church. How can I help you? Calling you actually about the offering. Now, did you, you I know you paid your tithes. Yeah, paid I pay a, my tithes every Sunday. Okay, now you paid a love offering as well, right? Yes, I do. Okay, now this past Sunday, um, I'm looking at a check that you left us with bank. Right, right. I sure did. I wrote a check Sunday. Okay, now the check, ma'am, was $250. Am I correct? Right, right. I wrote two checks for my tithes and the love offering. Right. I wrote one for 250 for the love offering. Okay, now... What is this call regarding? Why are you calling me? Well, what I wanted to tell you is that I hate to be a bearer of bad news, but your, your check that you wrote for 250 actually has bounced. 
And, and you, wait a minute. You said my check bounced for two hundred and fifty dollars. Your check bounced. So what? What I'm doing is calling you about recouping the two fifty, as well as you know, you you cost us thirty dollars uh, uh, in bank fees. Wait, behind. wait a minute. Now I wrote two checks. I wrote a check for a hundred dollars. Did that one bounce? I don't see to it that 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 one bounced. All I know is the one that the love offering has bounced. Well, did you put them in at the same time? Because I wrote them at the same time. They all go in on Monday, ma'am. Now, I didn't put them in at the same time. I've been putting them in for the last two, three years. The problem is, why would people write these? What is your name? I'm Brother Deshaun. And you was there this Sunday? I was there. I don't think it matters when I was there, ma'am. The problem is is that I didn't put these checks in, and I don't understand why y'all write these checks to the church. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What do you mean y'all write these checks? There's a lot of people write these. checks are good. Well, not, I don't what, write bad checks. Well, why do we? One clear, why the other one didn't clear? Maybe you didn't have enough money for both of them to clear. What? The, what did you just say? Maybe you didn't have enough money in the bank for both of them to clear. And I don't understand why people I write these. I got plenty money in the bank, and all my checks clear. I don't write no rubber checks. Well, you wrote one on Sunday, and that's the problem. How are you going to try to give a look? Wait a minute. I think you got me confused with somebody else. I don't write no bad checks. You done wrote this. I'm trying to be nice to you. I'm trying to be nice to you. When can we expect the $250 plus the $30? So we wait, $30? That's the bank fees, ma'am, for the doggone check bouncing. My check didn't bounce. I'm going to check my bank. And if my check clear, you're going to pay me $30 for calling me, harassing me about a $250 check bounce. I don't write no why would you write check? What you you want to sit up in the church and write these big number checks when you know you ain't got it in the bank? What, what the did you say? I said, why would you write these checks when the money ain't in there? Let me tell you one thing. I don't write no bad checks, and you got a lot of nerds calling me telling me my check bounced. Your check is the one that has bounced, and I you tell you what you do. Since my check bounced, you pay the since you got all the money, and don't call me with this again. Hello? Don't you hang up on me no more. When, when are we going to get this 250 and this $30? Who is that she's calling you? Somebody from the church tell me I wrote a bad check. I don't write no You did write a bad check. check. I didn't write no bad check. Yes, you so, did. Why are you calling me? Why the treasure don't call me at church? The treasure is the deacon, busy. I ain't never know the deacon call nobody about no bad check. Your <laughs> is full of Thank you. You got the money. I ain't got who in the hell is that in the background? Who is that? Never mind who it is. We both go to the same church, and you going to call me to my I wrote a bad check. You don't you call me no more, and if the check bad, you pay it, okay? Do pastor know you talking like this? Do pastor know you calling me? Can you answer that? I, look, when are we going to get this $280 is what we looking for from you? I wrote a check for $250. And the, you will and not get $280. You, you put the $30 with it. You put $250 in there, it bounced. $30 cost us on bank fees. That's $280. When can the church expect their money? Never. Not no $280. You will never get $280. You're going to make me and come by your... And my check then... What did you say? I'm going to do what? You're going to make me come by your house and get this money. Bring your on. Bring it. Bring your on. What is the address on Look this on check? check? I got it off the check. Well, you... Bring your on. I bet you you'll be limping back. I'm, and I'm watching you. You better not be spending no money nowhere. You better not spend nothing till I get this two fifty plus thirty. Whatever I want to, okay? No, you and don't. You yes, know what? I am, and you don't call me no more with this because my check did not bounce. I don't see how one check went through and the other bounced. Let me say this to you: We cannot accept you back into the house of the Lord no more until. What did you 
You are not. Don't you come in there Sunday until I'm we get. I'm coming up in there Sunday, and uh, I'm going to make sure I find your because you the person I want to see. You go. And you know what? I'm going to call the pastor right now and ask him because I don't believe my check bounce. You full of well, let me say this before you call pastor. I no, got... no, I'm going to call pastor. No, you should have talked with pastor before you call me with this information. I got one more thing I need what to say you, to you. You ain't got nothing to say to me. You done upset me with this I... talking about I bounced a check. You should have went to pastor before you called me with this I told pastor when I got, but I got one more thing to say before I leave. Is you listening? What What do you got to say to me? What do you have to say now that you're going to pay the this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend. What? <laughs> Wait, what did you say? <laughs> Baby, what this did is. You say? <laughs> what did you say? I say, this is Nephew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girlfriend has pranked you. I'm going to beat that. <laughs> Let me ask you one more thing, though, baby. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey <laughs> Morning Show. <laughs> All right, Junior, thank you. Coming mm-hmm. up next, it is Ask the CLO. Ready for your love questions. Steve Harvey is in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, South Africans are calling on Britain to return their stolen diamond in Queen Elizabeth's scepter. And in other trending entertainment news, Tiffany Haddish and Ari Spears' child, molesta- child molestation lawsuit has been dropped. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour, but right now it is time to ask the CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey. All right, Donnie in Columbia says, I'm married to a lazy woman that hasn't had a job since 2015. I canceled her credit cards and gave her a prepaid visa. She can't get a credit card on her own, so she runs out of money and gets angry with me. She's being very unreasonable, so I'm thinking about divorce. Can you think of a better solution? Mm. You asking me? Yeah, yeah, the CLO. CLO. A man who has divorced twice? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Is there a better solution? (laughs) No, you know how many times I've asked that question? I've I've asked that question twice and came up with the answer was no. (laughs) You cannot come up with a better solution. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't. (laughs) So let the human side of me speak now. That may be a better solution. Mm -hmm. I couldn't find it. Okay, this is not about you. It's about him. (laughs) But surely all I can give you is my responses from my life experience. I I know. I Mm -hmm. I don't want to be hypocritical and tell the man something that I was unable to do myself. Mm -hmm. You know, look, man, you can, okay, here we go, watch this here. You can sit down and try to have an open, honest, communicating, uh, communicative conversation with your wife about her spending and everything. But I Mm -hmm. think the problem is you've labeled her as lazy. Yeah. And you're using yeah. a negative term to describe your wife. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you're unhappy with this and this Wait, excuse finances. Me, excuse me. Uh, you missed Junior. What happened, Junior? Negative term. <laughs> yeah. yeah, write all this down, Junior. <laughs> well, yeah, this is good. <laughs> Don't do that. About your wife. Go ahead, yeah. okay. Doug. I'm negative term. <laughs> she lazy and all this here. So, bro, you have a dilemma, man. Because mm-hmm. uh, 
infidelity isn't the number one cause of failures in marriage. It's finance. Yep. Wow. And you're having that major struggle. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what to help you, man. Y'all have to meet halfway. Yeah. If the other person ain't willing to meet, I don't know, man. You have to weigh the odds out. But please don't. I, 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 I've tried to find other solutions. Sounds like he wants her to get a job too, huh? All right, uh, moving on to Sapphire oh, and out to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does. Sapphire and Little Rock says, My neighbor and I are friendly, but not friends. So when I started sleeping with her ex-husband, I didn't feel bad. She came to me, woman to woman, and said, I'm low down. Why won't women address the man in a situation like this? What? I don't know. Not Shirley and Brown. You know woman yeah. to woman. Wait a minute. Man. What? Woman to woman. Yes. <laughs> I don't Have know. Ever. Look, look, I don't know why women won't address the men in this. You know, she ended up divorcing her husband for a reason. She probably know how he is. It may have surprised her that you are the way you are. But I don't that's not to say you did anything wrong. I think the problem is kind of what you're saying. Women want to find someone to blame for their failed relationships, and they always look outside. Mm-hmm. And you happen, and now you the reason. You know what I found? Whenever a man divorces a woman or breaks up with a woman, mm-hmm. whoever the next woman is he involved with, yeah. somehow she becomes the reason. Oh, oh I bet you was talking to her when we, and mm-hmm. no, that's not you. That's not always the case. Right. It is sometimes, but when you when <laughs> yeah, you say have that, a, you know, <laughs> it is sometimes. But when you are in a failed relationship, mm-hmm. I, you know, look, man, it's a failed relationship. You can't look for the solution outside all the time. Sometimes yeah. it was just y'all were the wrong people at the wrong time. Yeah. You know, you can pick the wrong one. And when yeah. you pick the wrong one, you know, he doing what he do. Now he just slept with you, your friend. Yeah, Why she low down? Friend. Your ex-husband. Mm-hmm. Now Neighbor. She, you know, that's a, yeah. y'all friendly, but you ain't free. Mm-hmm. Hi, how you doing, babe? How your husband? <laughs> Moving on to Phoebe and Charlotte. Hey, Johnsons, how y'all doing? Hey, Mr. Johnson. <laughs> All right, now, keep showing concern. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that's my favorite. <laughs> hey, Mr. Johnson. Hey, baby girl. How you doing today? All right now. Keep showing concern. Keep showing concern. You're going to get yourself. Mm. All right, well, Phoebe I'll be and Charlotte. <laughs> Phoebe and Charlotte says, I'm almost 60 and I smoke weed all day to keep me from cussing people out. All right, my new man has never smoked it before and he wants me to stop because he thinks it's disgusting. I can quit if I want to, but shouldn't he accept some of my flaws? He don't have to. Y'all, learn this right here. The saying, they have to accept me the way I am. No, they Mm -hmm. don't. I don't know who told y'all that, but you Mm -hmm. smoke weed all day. All day. Mm -hmm. All day. Yeah. Don't nobody want your little junky ass. (laughs) (laughs) All day. Now. But she says it keeps her from cussing people out. If you need weed to keep from cussing people out, you need a whole lot more than weed. Yes. You need therapy. <laughs> you need it to mellows her out so she won't go off, though. I guess. Yeah, but see, 
She's it, already you, set. You're using something else to keep you from going off. Mm-hmm. When really, it ain't that. Why don't you? Why don't you learn how not to go off? And why are you 60 and still going off, though? Everybody. Yeah, I mean, you know, and that's why you was available. Now you finna lose him. You finna be back out on the market again. And why nobody want you? <laughs> and he gonna get rid of your ass. Because he can't take all that smoke. You might be sitting around nobody smoking weed all the time to your old ass. All right, Sit your ass on. down somewhere. Last one, Steve. Adrian and McKinney says, My husband and I heard our 18-year-old daughter making out with her boyfriend by our pool. Surprisingly, my husband doesn't want to mention it to her. He said since she didn't, quote, go all the way, it's fine. I'm shocked that she was so bold, and I want to talk to her about it. Who's right, me or my husband? Well, it's not a matter who's right or wrong. You have different viewpoints. Your husband don't want to discuss it with his daughter. Mm-hmm. He just don't. Now, you the mother, y'all got different relationships. You probably can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he don't want to, he just, um, what, you out there letting that boy, come on, what, 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 what are you finna say? Mm. This is his daughter. You mm-hmm. should go and talk to her if that's how you feel. Mm-hmm. You go talk to her. Mm-hmm. But he's not. Yeah, but you can okay. do that. Right. I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. Hey, little girl. Because that's uh-huh. how I'm starting it off. <laughs> yeah, but me and that little boy, we're going to have a conversation. See? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, you all up here in my damn pool. You ain't got no pool money. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you, CLO. Great advice. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through... It's true magic, because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. According to the Black Information Network, calls are being made to the royal family to return South Africa's largest clear-cut diamond, 
the great star of Africa. The Cullinan diamond is currently mounted in the royal scepter belonging to the queen. The diamond was mined in South Africa back in 1905, and the great star was handed over to the British royal family by the colonial rulers of Africa. A South African activist told CNN, the Cullinan diamond uh, must be returned to South Africa with immediate effect. The minerals of our country and other countries continue to benefit Britain at the expense of our people. So there. Mm. That's another true statement. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Give it back. Give it back. You stole it. Give it back. But you know what, though? Watch. I I just, you know what? You know, when people have an opportunity to do something decent Mm -hmm. and they don't do it Uh and they find a justifiable reason to Mm -hmm. undo a, a, a dastardly deed or an evil mm-hmm. act, and you get a chance to undo it, you should do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just to send a clear message. If you took that diamond out of that scepter, what do that hurt your ass? Yes. Uh, it's really a damn stick. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you've exactly. taken this incredible rare resource and mm-hmm. put it on a stick. So somebody can, you can call it a scepter. It's a damn cane. (laughs) Right. But a scepter, a scepter isn't a a crown, is it? Is that what a scepter is? You're right, it's the stick. Yeah, the stick, you're right. Yeah, a scepter is a Mm -hmm. stick. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. all it is. Man, what a great gesture it would be. Mm -hmm. But you know, I'm going to tell you something, man. People, when they commit a dastardly act, what they want you to do is wash it away and forget it. Slavery yeah. is a prime example. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like you want us to act mm-hmm. as though it never happened. You right. in Texas trying to get it removed from the history books mm-hmm. so you oh, can it. feel clean. You yeah. don't want them to teach black history in this country. They want everybody to forget it and walk mm-hmm. away. But you keep reminding us mm-hmm. that we were bought here as slaves. You don't put us in the Constitution. You don't allow us to participate in the Constitution mm-hmm. openly and freely, all of us. Our rights you want to take away. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and you want it to just be okay. Mm-hmm. Man, if I told you what the Roman Catholic Church owns in terms of property worldwide as a beneficiary of colonialization, it would alarm you. There are places in Africa that African countries are not to build and own land on because it belongs to the Catholic Church, the Vatican. Mm -hmm. This is a fact. I know it for a fact. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you ask them for it, they act like you ain't even talking. (laughs) And when you get a chance, when it's brought to your attention, hey, listen, there's this land right here that is in the middle of an African free country. Mm-hmm. And it has the paperwork owned by the Vatican, which is a, a religious organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Supposed to be built on Christianity. Huh. Can we have this land back so that people are allowed to live on it and flourish and do things? No. Why? And you do nothing with it. And other I've, I've never seen an oppressor Hmm. Do the right thing. Yeah. 
Ooh. All right. In other entertainment news, Steve, Tiffany Haddish and Ari Spears are no longer fighting a child molestation lawsuit against them because the Jane Doe who filed the suit has now dismissed it for good. Per new court docs, the plaintiff asked the judge to dismiss the case with prejudice, meaning it cannot be refiled. Uh, you'll call. You'll recall the case involved allegations the two comedians groomed and molested two children several years ago. The woman who sued both of them has also issued a statement saying, quote, my family and I have known Tiffany Haddish for many years, and we now know that she would never harm me or my brother to help anyone else do anything that could harm us. We wish Tiffany the best and are glad that we can put uh, we can all put this behind us. If you recall, Jane Doe alleged that uh, Tiffany and her film scene where she stimulated oral sex with a sandwich um, and also claimed her brother was used for a skit with Ari Spears in which he was the subject of a pedophile's fantasy. So that case has been dropped. Dismissed. Yes. Well, that's good news for Tiffany mm -hmm. and Ari. Mm -hmm. That's career so. saving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because yeah. mm -hmm. that was mm -hmm. career-ending allegations for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, Good for them. And now, uh, just Steve. let that be a lesson to anybody out there that think they're okay. funny. Please understand. Just you know, you know. I mean, man, just check yourself. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. glad Tiffany's cleared and all like that. There was no mention of Ari, but the case has been dropped against him too. So you know. They get to go on with their life, and, and hopefully that's that's the case. Good. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, right. yeah, very good. Now don't get cleared and then do something else stupid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't come back with another skit. Now. We've okay. we've seen this before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If yeah. the writer of Chocolate Factory, mm -hmm. when he was acquitted the first time, if he would have just went somewhere and sat down. Mm -hmm. He would be free today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But if you go back and do the same thing, you get acquitted of. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. Mystical. Mm -hmm. OJ. Man, I, bruh. Bruh. Come on, man. What is it's going like, on? What, yeah. what the hell? How many mm -hmm. warning shots you need? Exactly, <laughs> right. Steve. All right. Well, coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, why is laughter good for the soul? We'll what? talk about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we love us. We love being black. We know how we do. <laughs> Steve, I know you've seen this video of the two guys laughing at the table. Man, outside you don't here. understand, Shirley. <laughs> yeah. It's my, at the restaurant. This uh -huh. year uh -huh. is my favorite <laughs> video of the year. Yeah. Yeah. The two big dudes uh -huh. laughing. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. At this outdoor place with this little bitty ass furniture that really ain't for them. Uh -huh. <laughs> that little wrought iron furniture set from IKEA. Yeah. Uh -huh. When they start beating on each other laughing, and then the one fell, but the yeah. dude kept beating him. But his yeah. nickname is Sexy. <laughs> Sexy. 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 Dog. The way them boys was leaning on each other laughing. Yes. See, yes. I've laughed that hard before. Mm, yes. I know that. It, it's mm. so good for you, man. I, see, you know what, man? Mm. I, people don't realize what a laughter does, but a hard laugh. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. First of all, laughter releases endorphins through your body that makes you feel better. 
Yeah, endorphins are the basis behind drugs. They tap mm-hmm. into that in, endorphin in a person's body. Except mm-hmm. illegal drugs take it way too far. <laughs> laughter, you can actually live with laughter and make yourself a better person versus the drug mm-hmm. that messes with your endorphin. Come but on. boy, laughter, man. man. Come oh on, King of Comedy. As a comedian, you know this. Oh, my God, yeah. man. I just don't even, I can't even tell you what it has been to me. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. such a gift to have to be able to make people laugh because I actually have the ability to cheer mm-hmm. myself up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I can turn some of these jokes inward. And I'm telling mm-hmm. you, man, because I have a different sense of humor, so... I have the ability to laugh at stuff that most people will not find funny. Yeah. And if I'm having one of those troubling days (laughs) Mm -hmm. and your ass could just be tag you in and don't even know why. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm telling you right now, I'll look at you and find something wrong with you and focus on it. Mm -hmm. Man. And be over here hollering. I'm talking about raking stuff off the table. (laughs) (laughs) Like they were. They were all around. Hey man, we How, many times? Hey, hey, hey. How many times did you something. watch the video? We, oh, I've watched the video probably 30 times. I watched <laughs> it last night because I got out of work late last night. It was dark. You know, I go to work in the dark. I get off yeah. the dark. Uh-huh. I was driving home, and a film crew was following me, and I just started playing that video of them two dudes laughing. And then I showed it to them. They were uh-huh. so tired, their ass couldn't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Now, coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, we're going to check your voicemail. Call us 877-29-STEVE. We'll take your voice messages right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now, guys, to check Steve's voicemail. And if you want to leave Steve a voicemail, a message, call him, 877-29-STEVE. Here we go, Steve. Uh... Uh, get ready for this one. It's a it's a caller from Texas. Pretty racist. Uh, very upset about our discussion on voting. <laughs> I'm here in Texas, listen to what y'all saying about all you black Republicans and blah blah blah. Y'all some racist. <laughs> like you think voting for a hair sniffing fool is gonna benefit your race only? Even if that was true, you're racist completely. That's all I got to say. Well, my reaction huh. to you is real simple. If you think I'm racist, my comments are in reaction to what has been done and being done to us continually. And you're the bigger racist because you think we ought to be okay and content. And you want us to think the way you think. And if we don't think the way you think, accept your policy the way you write it out, then something wrong with us. No, it ain't nothing wrong with us. No, we have every right to feel the way we feel because you have pushed us this way. I would love not to consider race, but people like you won't let me. And then you have the audacity to turn the term racist around on me? Are you for real? And I wish they didn't beep out what you says, because I got some words too. See, I ain't that dude. Careful, careful. So your punk ass ain't got to appreciate me or understand me. I really don't give a damn. As a matter of fact, I could give less than a bleep. Okay, we the have bleep, a, the uh, bleep. We, no. We have another caller. <laughs> you don't okay. sit up in here and yeah. call my email back to straighten me out and don't think your ass going to get some back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this caller's name is uh, Walt B. As we move on, um, he, he wants to talk about the strawberry letter, the one we did last week about no touching in public. Hey, Steve Harvey and the crew. How you doing? It's Walt B. from Georgia. 
I just wanted to leave a comment on this letter about the uh, lady dating um, her pastor. And man, and you said it, Steve, uh, absolutely right. As we all listening to this, uh, it is so disgusting. And just so, yeah, as I'm riding along listening, man, and it, it just, you know, I mean, no shame. She has no value for herself and just, you know, and no, no respect of God. Him being a pastor, and apparently he, he, he can't be called by God. You know, he can't be a pastor after God's own heart, like the Bible says. He probably just put himself in that position. Or maybe he may be anointed. But however, I mean, he just abusing his, his title and, I mean, doing all the things he's doing. And then she, she really acts as if she's getting a thrill out of all this, you know. And I pray and hope her husband is listening to the letter. And I hope that pastor's wife is listening to y'all radio show. And they soon be found out and busted for this. Because it's just so despicable. But I just wanted to say that. Y'all have a great day. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay, then. Hey, Walt, I appreciate up. you, man. I agree with everything you say. Back to the races. No. Uh, we got one more yeah. letter on the, the people. People, okay, this touched a nerve. No touching in public. Mellow Yellow had a comment. Steve. Hey, Steve. Mellow Yellow here. The, about the strawberry letter. The lady with the pastor. They both married. I think she wants her husband to find out. That's why she wrote you the letter. Just say, hey, you never know. Don't know why, but anything's possible. I guess it is. With that, nerve. anything is possible, mm-hmm. man. It's mm-hmm. just. Uh, I thought that letter was just. Lady, are you kidding? Disgusting. It was just disgusting. It was. Well, there, there was. There was no level of righteousness on here. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, in closing, mm-hmm. to the racists that go. called in. We back to the first call. Yes. <laughs> I don't give a damn what you talking about. And I'm going to keep saying what I'm saying. And I don't give a damn how you feel about me with your racist ass. Yeah. Sitting up in here creating all these situations and we supposed to be all right with it. Well, we ain't. Yeah. And notice uh, he didn't leave a name. Oh, coward ass. Just like <laughs> all the rest of them. Man, hide behind him. Mm. All right. Miss all right. Mother. I think you got it all out. I, think no, I ain't so. got all. Trust me, I ain't. <laughs> it's coming up. <laughs> you can play the call again if you want to. I got mo. Nope. Coming up next, it is uh, Junior in for the nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, my grown stepson has to go. All right? Pretty self-explanatory, right? We'll get into mm-hmm. it, though, in a little uh, in a little while. But right now, it is time for Junior and for the nephew. And uh, he's got today's prank phone call. Junior, what's yeah, on the menu? I, here it is today. Nephew left it for us. Some people always ask this question. Guess who moving next door? <laughs> oh, I just guess. You already know. Uh, guess who moving next door? Let's run it, cat. Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Mr. Is it Dolphin? Dolan? Dolan, Dolan. Mr. Dolan? Yes, sir. How you doing? My name is uh, 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 Clifford. Clifford. Yeah, what can I do for you, Mr. Uh, you, you, you live at um, uh, Cheshire Drive? Why do you want to know that? Uh, well, actually, I, I, I'm, I'm at 1623. 
I bought. I bought the. Uh, I actually bought the house that was for sale next door to you. Oh, okay. Well, well congratulations. But how did you get my number? Uh, well, actually, the realtor told me that he he had your number because I said I wanted to reach out to the neighbors next door, and he, and he told me that Mr. Dolan was actually the person next door, and and uh, he didn't think you would mind me me actually getting the number. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll talk with the realtor uh, later. But what can I do for you, sir? Well, well what I, what I wanted to know is, do do you have any problems like living? Next Next door to to, to 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 black people. I'm sorry. What, what did you just ask me? I, I mean, like like I you know like I said, I just bought the place next door, and I, I wanted to know, do you have any problems? You know, living next door to black people. Uh, no, sir. Uh, I have no problem. I'm assuming you're a black man, and uh, I have no problem with that. Uh, I judge people by their actions, not their color. Okay. Now, do you do you do you have any any black people experience? Well, yeah, I've worked with, gone to school with, have several friends of many different ethnicities. Uh, what is it? What's this? How is this relative? Well, you know, like I say, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be living next to you, and I, I'm just making sure that you know you and I can coincide or coexist right, rather to, uh, on on the same block and not really have a problem with one another. Basically, is what I'm trying to say. Well, do you have a problem with white people? Uh, no, no, no. I don't have a problem with white people. I, uh, I, I'm cool. I'm just, I'm just trying to make sure, you know. Uh, I mean, because me and you already have a bit of a problem already, you know. Oh, oh so, we do. Yeah, yeah. We, we have a problem. I'm, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm bothering me while I'm at work. What's your problem? Okay. Well, my problem is this: is that you know, after purchasing the property, I went downtown to the city and actually looked at, you know, the the layout of this entire property. And when I look at it. You're actually 25, close to 30 feet over the property line. Well, no, you're looking at the wrong map. No, no. The fence that separates my backyard from your backyard, you are 30 feet over that. That's impossible. You know, no, no. Listen, and I know this. Now, let me, let me, I'm going to tell you how I, I, I look at You got a jacuzzi in your backyard, right? Oh, so you've been, you've been spying on me? No, I haven't been spying on you, sir. I'm just telling you, close to that, not far from that fence line, don't don't you have a jacuzzi there? Well, as a matter of fact, I do. Yes. Okay. Now the pool is the pool is okay, but but if I if I push that fence line back thirty and actually get the property that I'm supposed to have, I pretty much own your 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 jacuzzi, your hot tub. I see. Okay. Let me tell you something. Uh, I've been in that house for 10 years. We put that fence up when we moved in, and it was based on the property line that was that was set when uh, 10 years ago. I don't know what you're looking at, but my fence is not moving. My jacuzzi's not moving, and there's there's no changing that. Okay. Well, let me let me let me. I'm glad you you, you voiced what you wanted to voice. Now 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 you hear you hear old Clifford out. Let me tell you something. Uh, Either we're going to take the fence line and move it where it's supposed to be, or we're going to put a gate between uh, uh, our two yards, and I'm going to be able to come and get in this jacuzzi and pool whenever I want to. All right, let's let's let's, let's talk about this. First of all, there's gonna, not going to be any gate, okay? And, and as far as you just coming over and getting in the jacuzzi at will, uh, i got a real problem with that. Uh, you've called me at work. Uh, I'm on the job, and I'm having to listen to this on a future neighbor uh, who, who's making weird claims about how he owns part of my land. that. I own the jacuzzi, sir. No, no, you did not pay for that jacuzzi. You did not pay for that fence. You just showed up making a, you called me at work and, 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 and then hand me some story 
uh, with no evidence, I'll go down to City Hall and look at those papers myself, because I don't trust a word you're saying. I've been there for 10 years. I've had 10 other neighbors in that backyard. Y'all cycle through once a year, I swear, and I've never had any problems with them until you come along. This is some Okay, well, I tell you what, here's, here's something you need to understand. You got a new black neighbor, and you got a new black neighbor that owns part owns your jacuzzi because you're over the fence line, all right? And as soon as I move in, I'm coming and I'm getting in my jacuzzi. The f*** you will, man. You know what I mean? Just no. Move into that. I'm going to use the jacuzzi on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You get it on Tuesday, Thursday, and the weekend. That's it. Because part of this damn jacuzzi belongs to me. The jacuzzi is owned by a black man and a white man, and we're going to get along. Bottom line. Look here. Well, listen here, you Who are you to dictate what days I get to use my jacuzzi? Because it's not coming over to my jacuzzi. It's not just your jacuzzi. It's our jacuzzi because you, you built it. That's the only thing that makes it yours. It being on my part of the property helps make it mine. So therefore, we're going to share this damn jacuzzi and we're going to try to get your in my jacuzzi. I'm tossing your across the fence. I will be there Mondays, Wednesdays, and you ain't going to be. I'll be standing at my jacuzzi with a shotgun. You take one step over to my property, my property line. I swear, if I could jump through this phone, I'd wring your neck. You know who's going to be in there with me? Who? Who the going to be in there? I'm going to have Cunningham in the damn jacuzzi. Who? Cunningham. My co-worker? <laughs> what the? Hey, man, this is nephew Tommy, man. Your, your, your boy Cunningham got me to prank phone call you. This, oh, that. Oh, payback to. <laughs> We got you, man. We got you. You got me good. Hey, I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Radio Show. <laughs> wow. All right. I know. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never well, play too much. He plays play way uh, too much. He just, he just be throwing them out here. I, and he's right. still... He's still walking around with no injuries. I just don't understand that. <laughs> <laughs> just don't see God how you free. just be announcing where you're going to uh-huh. be. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, you know, it is Sickle Cell Awareness Month, so tonight I do have a town hall tonight. I will be discussing with people uh, about America. living with sickle cell. We're doing it. You can go to cureshope.org slash town hall to register. want to see everybody in there. We're going to start taking a change to this thing, man. I, I've, I've done something. I've I've 10x my mission. That's what I did, huh? I 10x'd it. I'm going to start creating a lifestyle for people with sickle cell, man. I'm 10x in the game. That's what I'm going to do. So it starts tonight with the town hall. I'll be doing no, this once a month. when you say 10x, what does that mean? Me and me just have a bigger vision, huh? Just growing it 10 times bigger. 10 times. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be doing these town halls um, once a month. Junior? Mm-hmm. I know, excuse me for interrupting. I know you're going to talk about sickle cell, and that's a great cause. Will you take any questions on your new marriage? Because you know people want to know. Uh, well, if it's going to talk about me going into no. a crisis on the marriage, then that's about no. it. Well, his spokesperson <laughs> just said no. Were you speaking me. for him? Yeah. No. Your mentor, no. <laughs> you're not taking any questions on your marriage because you don't so know don't what the hell you're talking about right now. Yeah. <laughs> I can't take none. I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, you're right, huh? I had a problem with the 15. <laughs> Congratulations, Junior, on your time. Thank you, Shirley. Tonight.
Yes, All right, that. coming up next, it is a strawberry letter, and the subject is my grown stepson has to go. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, sex, dating, work, parenting, whatever, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click that button that says Strawberry Letter. Submit Strawberry Letter. And we could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here. Hear that? You never know. It could be yours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the Strawberry Letter with my great friend, Shirley Strawberry. Okay, my great friend too, Junior, thank you. Uh, Subject, my grown stepson has to go. Dear Shirley and Steve, uh, I'm a successful 34-year-old married man and I love my wife, but I'm miserable at home. My wife and I met just before COVID and we've been married for one year. Our our marriage was great until recently and it's because of my 28-year-old stepson that won't move out of our home. My wife is 16 years older than I am When we met, her man-child was living with her, and she told me it was a temporary arrangement only during the pandemic. By the time we got married and I moved in, my stepson was still living there, and his pregnant girlfriend had moved in. Again, my wife said this was only temporary until their baby was born. Shortly after I moved in, my stepson lost his job and didn't tell us. We overheard his girlfriend yelling about him getting fired, and then she moved out. I understood that he might be ashamed, so I tried to give him a pep talk. He bowed up at me, and we almost got in a fight. I stay on my wife about pushing him out of the nest, and she's always... Um, She always has an excuse for allowing him to stay. I hate to come home and see another man fixing a plate of food that I've worked hard for. I hate to see another man lying on my couch watching reality shows instead of looking for a job. I'm so glad that I didn't sell my house when we got married because I may have to go back to my house and let her man child run this one. The fighting is getting to me and I told my wife that I might be moving out soon. She broke down in tears 
but still didn't have sense enough to agree that it's time for her son to leave. Should I move out and let my wife figure out if she wants me or her son? Well, clearly she wants you because she married you. She just doesn't know how to handle this situation with her son. Uh, as a mom, she's struggling with kicking her son out. You know, she's thinking, this is my baby and all that. You know, I don't want to kick him out. Where's he going to go? And, and uh, the, the mom isn't putting her marriage first. But in the letter, you did say he's 28 years old, right? So he's good and grown. Normally, I would say... Don't leave. I, I would say don't leave your own home. But in this case, since you have another home and uh, just to have some peace, you don't like the fighting. I say go. Your wife will will put her sorry grown son out. Uh, she's not going to do it uh, until you see she sees that you mean business. OK, and if you leave, that'll show her that you mean business. You know, you want him out of there. Uh, I, I would I think it would be a little different and perhaps you'd be a little more patient and understand if he wasn't so lazy and disrespectful, not to mention he tried to fight you, you were trying to help him. Uh, he's not even trying to help himself at this point, and he won't because he's got it too good at home with mom right now. And, and, and this is him trying to mark his territory because he was there first. He doesn't realize the dynamics have changed now since the marriage. Your wife should have let him know that things would be different because she has a husband. Uh, she, she, you know, a new husband now. Uh, Things like, you know, um, these are the things that change. Like he'll no longer be the man of the house and that uh, he has to respect her new husband. Okay. Your wife is, is she continues to enable this boy, this man, and he's never going to leave as long as she does that. So you got to talk to your wife. Uh, I know you guys are newlyweds. You've been married a year. Let her know you want to set a date for her son to be gone. Then you guys have to talk to the son together. Let him know what you've decided. Uh, if that doesn't work, if he still doesn't leave, let her know that you're moving back to your own house until her son gets out. I mean, he's not even looking for a job and he's expecting a child. His baby mama didn't even stick around for his foolishness. So why should you? Steve? Wow. We have a couple of problems in this letter. Um, first of all, when a man writes a letter, everybody, I want you to understand that he has reached his wits. Men don't write letters. And he wrote a good letter. It's well put. This ain't him being emotional. This ain't some guy crying. He got real problems. But there's a lot of things going on in this letter that some people will overlook, and I'm not going to do that. He's a 34-year-old married man. I love my wife, but I'm miserable at home. My wife and I met before COVID. We've been married for a year. Our marriage was great until recently, and it's because of my 28-year-old stepson that won't move out of our home. Now, remember, this guy ain't but 34. He now has a son that's 28. I want you to understand that dynamic because it's going to come into play. Here's the next thing, because this is an age issue. My wife is 16 years older than I am. Are you all listening here? Uh-huh. You're 34. Your wife is 50. She has a 28-year-old son, and he's now your stepson, and you ain't but 34. All of this is in the underbelly of the problem. 
told when we met, her man child was living with her. See, man child. That's another term. So when I come back, I'm going to be very quick, and I'm going to point out to you everything that's wrong, and then I'm going to tell my man what I think, y'all. All right, Steve. All right. Coming up at 22 minutes after the 23 minutes after the hour, we will have part two of Steve's response to today's strawberry letter. My grown stepson has to go is the subject. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, my grown stepson has to go. Well, he got to go. He too damn much. And it's creating a problem in the family. This is a 34-year-old man that's married to a woman who has a 28-year-old son. That's only a six-year difference. And his wife is 16 years older than him. She's 50. All of this is the undercurrent of what's wrong in this letter. Now, when we met her man-child, that's another term that's crazy. Her man-child was living with her, and she told me it was a temporary arrangement only during the pandemic. By the time we got married and I moved in, my stepson was still living there. And his pregnant girlfriend moved in. And then your wife said that was only temporary until their baby was born. And then shortly after you moved in, your stepson lost his job and he didn't tell nobody. Then you overheard his girlfriend yelling at him about getting fired. And then she moved out. Everybody see what's wrong but the mama. Mm-hmm. You see what's wrong. The girlfriend see what's wrong. Then I understood that he might be ashamed, so you went in there and tried to give him a pep talk. He bowled up at me, and we almost got in a fight. See, because he don't consider you his stepdaddy. You his peer that came in here and scooped up his mama. This little young dude in here got my mama. She sprung on this young boy. Now, you in here trying to tell me what to do. I'm surprised y'all didn't fight. I stay on my wife about pushing him out of the nest, and she always got an excuse for allowing him to stay. She been enabling this boy his whole life. Now, the girlfriend frustrated with him because I done got pregnant by this boy. You frustrated with him because he a man-child. And she keep making excuses for the man-child slash boy slash daddy. I hate to come home. Now, here's where the man is right at. I hate to come home, see another man fixing a plate of food that I worked hard for. That's real. I hate to see another man lying on my couch watching reality shows instead of looking for a job. That's real. I'm so glad I didn't sell my house when we got married because I may have to go back to my house and let her man child run this one. See, it can't be but two kings in the castle. See, that, and there can only be one queen in the castle. Most women ain't going to let another woman come in their house and run nothing. Nothing. I don't care if she just visited and a woman ain't even got to be married. You're not finna come in my house and run nothing. 
the fighting is getting to me, and I told my wife I might be moving out soon. She broke down in tears, but still didn't have sense enough to greet it. It's time for her son to leave. Should I move out and let my wife figure out if she wants me or her son? Well, I would. That's what I do. I let her make the choice because I'm not going to keep making the choice. I'm not going to keep coming home miserable. I'm not going to keep coming home supporting this, this boy. I'm not fitting to do that. He's enabling her. Shirley, you made a statement. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and this is what you made that the mother is saying. And you're right. She probably telling the man, well, where is he going to go? Right, as a mom. Yeah, you know, he's 28. Where is he going to go? Well, I'll tell you where he's going to go. he go to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that way he need to go. Instead of sitting up in here laying on the couch watching TV. What is that? Man, please. <laughs> Look, man, marriage is a contract between two people that have to form a two-handed circle. Your wife keeps wanting to put her son in the circle. Her son is obviously incapable of running a proper relationship. He can't even keep his girlfriend happy. She gone. Now, he's a father-to-be. What is he trying to do about that? Don't seem like nothing because he's watching TV or laying on the couch and making plates. Uh, I'm not going to do that. I'll go to my house, stay there. You know, now you can come over here and live with me and leave your man over there, but then I'm not paying for that house that he's hmm. staying in. The 28, the pandemic is over with. You got to go get a damn job. I don't care if you working, clicking Zoom buttons or whatever. It's a job out there, but I'm not paying for you. And that's all I have to say about this letter. And the woman is dead wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the baby mama is out. <laughs> that should let her know something right there. Right. <laughs> she does not want to be with the trifling 28-year-old father of her child. Mm-mm. Yeah. All right. Well, Steve, uh, I think, you know, we said it all for this one. Uh, you can post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to please check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, uh, let's see, Junior, what's it going to be? You, yeah. you got questions? Yeah, yeah, I got it question about what Uncle just said. Okay. I heard there's a lot to write down. I, I, I need time. <laughs> All right. Uh, he's saying a lot today. It's we'll too deal much. with that. We'll deal with this <laughs> at 46 minutes after the hour. The newly married junior uh, has some questions for, for Uncle Steve right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, normally it would be Junior with sports talk here, but uh, Junior, this is like more like marriage yeah. talk uh, now. <laughs> Yeah, cause he yeah we done got ourselves into a little situation over the yeah. weekend. Damn yeah, I, this sports. Yeah, I need, I need some help right there. You're saying a lot, huh? Because you said just the last thing. You know, I'm just new at this marriage thing, and I want to get it right. I really do mm-hmm. want to get it right. Mm-hmm. Like you, you just said, that, marriage is a two-handed circle formed between two people. You were saying that. It's just a yeah. contract. What, what you, you mean, like, just only them two make the decisions? That's why you Marjorie like and I that have way? made a commitment to one another. We've formed a two-handed circle, and we don't let nobody in that circle make a decision. Our children don't make decisions, me and her, not about us. Mm. Now, they're old enough to make decisions about their own life, but you can't get in this circle. You don't vote in here. Mm. We don't have Mm. a democracy at our house. 
We have a dictatorship. <laughs> dictatorship. <laughs> yeah, we have a dictatorship. Okay. And now, Junior, don't think you're going to be the dictator. <laughs> Wait a minute. You you just said that. We have a dictatorship, but you just not We have dicta- a dictatorship. You the ship. <laughs> <laughs> With a P. You're the ship. Okay. You're the ship. Yeah. The dictator is your wife. (laughs) You the ship. She load everything on there and you carry it away. So, 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 uh, so, like, what is is your responsibility? Like, what do you have to do in the dictatorship? You you tell the kids what they gonna do? Well, I'm the enforcer. I'm the heavy. I enforce the laws and the rules. I am the provider. Amen. That's just my job. I honor that. I accept it. It's it's my privilege. Now, a lot of men don't agree with that, but you may be in a situation you don't have to be the sole provider, but you're gonna have to be a damn provider now. You got you can't just scoot yeah. up to the table. You got to bring yeah. something to the table. Hello. So I, I'm not okay. saying that all women need to be at the house sitting down and letting a man take care of them. That's not what I'm saying. I'm mm. saying a man has to be a provider. You, you got to do something, dog. Yeah. yeah. You can't have your girl going out the house. You sitting your ass at the house. Anybody finna do that and playing this reindeer game with you. <laughs> okay. Your job as a man is to be a provider. You don't have to be the biggest money earner, but you got to be a earner. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I got and so here's what I do for my wife. I offer her financial security, and I offer her security. I am her protector. You don't want to talk to somebody on the phone? Give me the phone to me. Mm. Somebody okay. say something to you and you don't like it? Tell me what they said. Go on over there and wait in the car. Yeah. Yeah. I got all, right. all this. That's my, I take all that on. <laughs> Coming okay. up at the top of the hour, thank you guys. We'll talk about a man who says his brother wants to exhume his dad's body. We'll find out why right after this. What? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Okay, Steve, so Derek on Facebook wrote, a month ago, we held a funeral for my father, whom my brother and I loved so much. 
My brother had a Rolex watch that my dad always admired and joked about stealing from him. So at the funeral, my brother put the watch in the casket and we sent him on his way. So now my brother is having second thoughts and wishes he had the watch back. And now he's asking me if I know anyone who could exhume the casket so he can retrieve his watch. Not only does it feel wrong on every level, but I'm not even sure it's legal and I don't want any part of it. Okay. I want, I'm out. <laughs> well, then don't. Yeah. You know, you can't have regrets about stuff like that. It's a yeah. Rolex watch, man. It's all right. You can get mm -hmm. another one. You think yeah. I want to watch now after getting there with this? <laughs> I know it's your dad, and I'm not trying to sound disrespectful. Right. But your dad is you. going on. That was just mm -hmm. his body that he. But you think I want this watch that's been in there on, on the on the Crazy. court? Yeah. I got to get the watch you clean scared, now. Steve. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I got to get this too. watch clean now because I got all this dead skin on it. What, what? <laughs> I think I'm gonna put this watch on. Every time I look at it, I know who army was on. <laughs> or did you lay it in the casket? Man, you must yeah. be out your mind. Let it go. It was, it was a moment. Man, you yeah. need to let that go, man, and honor the moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. How you did the right thing in the moment. Mm -hmm. Huh? How long was he at that casket? Once he do get it exhumed, trying to get that watch out of there. What, 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 uh, what I want to know, who going to stick their hand in there and get it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, black brave people, we soul. Of stuff yeah, like yeah we don't do that. We'll you do mean, <laughs> you finna open that casket? <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute, hold up, y'all. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait, wait. Let me make sure I understand what you're talking about. <laughs> what do exhume mean? <laughs> Get clarity. Cause I know you ain't you ain't talking about. Oh, hold, hold on, man. So you gonna wait a minute? You gonna lift the casket out the ground? You gonna we're gonna knock all the dirt off of it? Uh huh. Then you gonna pull it out? Yeah. You gonna use bungee cords or what? I don't even care. Bungee cords. <laughs> You know, Home Depot, you got to go down there and get them straps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because mom and them had to get some straps when we moved that couch that time on, to, on top of your Prius. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So now we're going to get the casket out, mm. right? Mm. Yeah. And then it go, it's going to be sitting there. Now the watch is in there. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> yeah. You mean somebody gonna open that lid? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And that watch is in there. So for me, what exhume mean at that point is as uh -huh. soon as they open it, I'm gonna exit. <laughs> I'm gonna exhume. That's what that means to me. Okay, now yeah. they get it open. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. No. We we still there. <laughs> we still standing there. Still standing there. We have not and there go daddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I'm telling you, man. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. He, he ain't going to look the same. No. <laughs> what? No. Yeah, and now, all. that watch uh -huh. that you what? laid what? in there, uh -huh. then probably slid under it. 
<laughs> so now you gotta lift, lift the body, the corpse. You gotta lift, or, move or, it, or move it. You see where I'm going with this here? <laughs> and who you think gonna move daddy leg out the way to get that watch? <laughs> man, you man, you must be out of here, man. No, bad idea, bad idea. Yeah, yeah. All right. So your brother, no. Yeah. Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, in trending weird news, guys, Douglas Ramsey, you may not know him by that name, but Douglas Ramsey is the chief operating officer, the CEO of Beyond Meat. I'm sure you've had Beyond Meat before. Uh, Well, he's been arrested for taking a bite out of a man's face, okay? He's been charged with terroristic threatening to kill, a third degree and third degree battery. Ramsey and another driver escalated their road rage and bumper-to-bumper traffic, leaving the University of Arkansas Razorback Stadium parking lot. Ramsey got upset at the Subaru driver creeping into his exit lane. He jumped out of his SUV, punched through the back windshield of the Subaru, and smacked the driver. The two men fought until the cops arrived. The police report indicates that Ramsey bit the Subaru owner's nose, ripping the flesh on the tip. What? Uh. So he... He's and like that's you, what you really all? call beyond me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that on? damn plant base was no longer good enough. We gonna oh, no. and we don't do we don't want to do cow or pork. And we tired of plant base. Uh-huh. All right. And they're gonna uh, shorten it and call it cannabis burger. Mm-mm. No, thank you. That's going to be a big seller, though, because they're going to think it's cannabis. So. Coming up in 33 minutes after the hour, we'll I want to apologize for the joke I just did. It wasn't King of Comedy quality <laughs> level. And I just want to apologize. You want to do over? Yeah, no, I'm going to leave it in there, right but up. I'm going to just apologize. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Would You Rather, guys. Would you rather... Get back together with your ex or have to listen to Christmas B. songs only for a year. Only Christmas songs for a whole year. Oh, I like that. Donnie Hathaway. Yeah. yeah. Every day, all day. Bells will be ringing. <laughs> yeah. Charles Brown. This Christmas. Yeah. Oh, this Christmas. Oh. The temptation of oh, everything. Okay. You oh, yeah, Luke for Christmas? <laughs> yes. But yeah. Get back to oh, hell yeah. with your ex. Or, okay. Well, you want to be out your mind. <laughs> <laughs> and Junior just got married. Yeah. Tell him I'd rather listen back. to heavy metal for a year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Moving on to would you rather be given a million dollars, one million dollars tomorrow, or ten million dollars ten years from now? I take the ten. Ten years from now? Yeah. That ten million. So you yeah. gonna wait ten years too, Junior? Absolutely. Yeah. Ooh, tomorrow not for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said you I ain't bad at Carla. But I understand <laughs> that. Yeah. Tomorrow. And let me tell you something. The average person is gonna take that million tomorrow, and that is the best decision. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That is absolutely the smart decision. Yeah. Because take that million tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> But if I could All take right. that million dollars and in 10 years it's 10, uh-huh. 
Oh, my man. All right. Uh, would you rather let a spider climb all over you, or would you rather let a snake slither across you? Oh, we're going to uh-uh. get this damn spider. Spider. All day. We're going to get this spider. We're not, we not, we not doing this damn snake. snake. I'm going to tell you this it right never. now. Never. No, slither. Uh, yeah, I didn't say it was You don't even understand. The shaking and crying. I, I can't. I can't do this, man. No. <laughs> Sliding your ass across me, man. I don't know Ooh, if you ever you know what that feel like. No, I don't. I don't. All right. Would you rather swim in the ocean at night, knowing a shark B? could be nearby? B. Yeah. Okay, B. Already, you haven't even heard it. Spend the night in a house that you believed was haunted. Oh, B. 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 Oh yeah. B. I can argue back with this ghost. You take, I can argue yeah. back ghost. Yeah, yeah man, this ghost going to work through some things. But out there in that black-ass water with that shark? No. 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 And I can't swim good? Hell no. Yeah. This is easier, Carla. Yeah, Slam another dough. Yeah. That's what you telling the ghost. Ooh. Yeah. yeah I do this all that. night. This is me yeah. all night. <laughs> <laughs> Give a damn. No. He touched me. He touched me. <laughs> 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 I love yeah. the Steve scream. Yeah. I know, he screamed. Like oh, yeah. Now, what is this? Why is you rubbing my guys, ass? Stop it. <laughs> that's, that's today's round of Would You Rather. Uh, coming back uh, at 49 minutes after the hour with Steve Harvey's closing remarks in our last break of the day right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day. And uh, it's been a good day. Uh, Steve, you got a little heated um, when we had uh, our voicemail messages to you uh, earlier today. It was um, the first one was from this racist caller from Texas. He was upset about our discussion on voting. He didn't like it. Play. You want to hear it? Here we go. (laughs) Texas, listen to what y'all saying about all you black Republicans and blah, blah, blah. Y'all some racist like, you think voting for a hair-sniffing fool is going to benefit your race only? Even if that was true, you're racist completely. That's all I got to say. No, no. See, that's not all you have to say. You know, it amazes me how people, and I, you could tell who he was. You could tell he was a Texan. You could tell by his voice who he was. And you, you people. You know, you got a lot of nerve calling somebody racist. When you create an atmosphere filled with nothing but racism, but you, and if we not all okay with it, then we have to become racist. And yet we talk about voting because your voting has racist policies because voter suppression stems from racism because you can't honor the vote the way it is so you come up with voter suppression. And you know why you want voter suppression, Mr. Texas caller? Because you want the minority to control the majority. 
and you do it by stopping them from voting by using oppressive tactics. I don't care if you think I'm racist, because I'm not, but I do have the right to respond to racism. See, if you give it to me, I'm supposed to take it and not say nothing about it. And the moment I say something about it and point it out, now I'm racist. Am I really? Or is it you that don't understand why anybody like me would feel the way I feel? Because you don't see nothing wrong with it. You know why? Because it's just a regular day at the office for you. See, you get to live your life any kind of way you want to and be anything you want to. You can walk anywhere you want to walk. You ain't getting on the elevator being the only one, the escalator being the only one. You don't even know what it feels like. So to have any empathy or sympathy or whatever the damn correct word is, I don't expect any for you. But you calling me racist, that don't hurt me at all. And then when I give it back to you now, you want to call it out as racist. No, 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 man. Your ass is the racist. You the racist, man. I'm reacting to racism. See, you can't call that being a racist. My reaction to you, my reaction to your call, even you listening to the radio show, getting mad at me for telling people to vote and calling out black Republicans for voting the way they vote because I know the trick you use it. See, you the minority trying to control the minority, but what better flip than to make an actual minority feel like they wanted you? Oh, my God. Oh my God, that's the, that's the ultimate trick master. That's the ultimate masquerade. You, the minority, convince a real, actual racial minority that they are now a part of you. When you don't give a damn about us, nowhere in the history of this country. But you want me to give the black Republican a pass. A pass for what? Because, look, man, I don't disagree with everything Republicans say. And I don't agree with everything Democrats say. Let's be clear about that, if you want to know the fact. But if I have to pick a side, I have to pick a side that makes it better for the masses. And the masses ain't the minority. See, brother, I know the trick of the Republican Party. So you stand on welfare reform. You stand on immigration. You stand on abortion. You stand on anti-gay rights. Okay? Let's talk about this for a second. That's what you stand on. Republicans are gay people, too. Herschel Walker is a proclaimed uh, Republican. Does he have any gay family members? So how solid is his stand, really? Because if you're willing to accept your gay family member, why would you not give them rights as a human being? Let's talk about abortion for a second. Roe versus Wade. Do not Republicans get abortion? Do not women Republicans have the right to decide what to do with their body just like the Democrat or the liberal? You don't think they want that choice? I think they do. But now we got a bunch of old-ass white men voting for it when they can't make a baby or nothing of the sort. And then let's talk about your immigration law. Oh, y'all want to protect the border. Y'all want immigration law. 
y'all the ones hiring them. See these fields of picking fields with all this food in it, all these farms, all this construction industry, all of this labor in these restaurants that you all own, you all own the fields, the construction companies and the restaurants. If you didn't have that labor force, you'd have to close. And last but not least, let's talk about welfare. Is more white people on welfare than anybody. Case closed. So now, when you take a black person who is a minority and you convince them to be on your side, you pull the master trick. Problem is, Steve Harvey ain't falling for the master trick. So you can miss me. Don't ever call my show no more with that. Unless you want to get on the radio and have an open debate. And the cussing you did on that will be allowed in the debate. Now, that's my damn closing answer, Mom. Bye. Y'all have a good day. I will. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts if you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.